The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to The Inner Frontier with Darlene Green. As we connect to the miraculous, we find that life is transformed. Our personal choices are guided by our own inner knowing, our GPS, if you will. This path will lead to your unique divine remembering. Now, here is your guide, Darlene Green. Welcome. It's with delight that I welcome you to The Inner Frontier. My name is Darlene Green, and I am honored to be your host on this journey of conscious awareness. If you are new to your journey or a seasoned traveler on the path of awareness, you will find thoughts and conversations at the inner frontier that will support you in your next step of a beautiful, naturally unfolding process. Through these conversations, it's my intention to present a perspective that will bring a new level of awareness to your day and support you in accessing the greatest part of you. As the title of today's program implies, Ask Dr. Emil Faith Live, my guest today is Dr. Emil Faith. Dr. Emil Faith is a gifted medical intuitive, holistic pharmacist, author, speaker, and sensitive person therapist. He specializes in working with the sensitive people of the planet. Dr. Faith has worked with thousands of people across the globe, solving some of the most complicated and mysterious health issues around. Dr. Emil Faith has practiced in virtually every healthcare setting over the past 30 years, honing his skills as a holistic expert and medical intuitive. Dr. Faith is able to detect organ, gland, energetic, and nutrient imbalances to help restore physical and emotional harmony within the body. He's recognized as one of the top experts in natural medicine and medical intuition and has keynoted top conferences and appeared on numerous television and radio programs. He is the author of four self-help books, Natural Cues, Extreme Clearing for Perfect Health, You Are Sensitive, and Hormone Lies and Thyroid Misunderstandings. I love that name. All Dr. Faith's books are available at Amazon.com. Dr. Faith has a special affinity and understanding for the ultra-sensitive people on the planet. Whether in person, by email, or phone, he is able to sense organ imbalances and blocks to help you. In addition to his innate gift as a sensitive, he earned his doctorate in pharmacy from the University of Southern California. Dr. Emil Faith practices in Scottsdale, Arizona, and you can contact him at his website, healingwizards.com. But please call in today during the second segment. We'll be taking in some calls, and you can call in with questions and any of your medical mysteries. And the call-in number for our listeners is toll-free, 866-472-5795. So today is a first on the Inner Frontier, and my guest is here in the studio with me. So welcome, Dr. Faith. I'm so pleased you're here. Darlene, it's great to be here with you. (laughs) 
Live and in person, face to face. Face to face, and I'm not alone in this in this it can, room. It can get lonely in this room, could <laughs> In a hurry. Yeah. It's so nice to be able to have you here. Thank you. I wanted to share how it is that I had first met you, and it was a synchronistic event for sure, which tells me immediately that this was it was we were it was, meant, divi it was divinely set. Totally divinely set. I went to my first um, meetup meeting in um, in the area after having moved to Phoenix from Seattle, and Dr. Emil Faith was the speaker. And Dr. Emil's topic that day was "You Are Sensitive," and he was the first person that I had ever met that was able to put words to something that I had always felt in my life. I've always been very, very sensitive and knew that I was different, but, you know, really it was turned out to be more of a cross to bear than anything else. And so there was tremendous illumination that was present when I first met you. And so for that, okay. thank, you thank you so much. It was my pleasure. It was a great event. We had uh, some great energy in the room, as we usually do. It was wonderful. Yeah, we, we absolutely. <clears throat> and I'm thinking that your book, You Are Sensitive, is one of the areas that I want to be able to talk to you about today. Absolutely. But I want to also start with, with, with you, with what your journey has been. It's been an interesting journey, starting out kind of like you said, darling, back in the day in the 60s and 70s, growing up and feeling different, feeling like I don't fit in, feeling alone, like an outcast, even from, from my own family. I mean, I was a black sheep. You know, my parents loved me deeply. I got along relatively well with my siblings, but we just didn't get each other. And so, you know, things would arise. I'd have food allergy problems. I couldn't eat foods without feeling horrible, getting headaches, hmm. anxiousness, and depression at early ages. And, you know, you go to the doctors, and my mom take me to the doctor, and all the tests, of course, were normal. All this, all, everything they did, I, nothing wrong with you, Emil. It's like, well, something's not right. And this went on for a period of time, and it was like, there was something different about me, and I didn't know what it was, and neither did any of my family members, any of my doctors, or anybody. And at the time, in those days, there was nowhere to turn. Mm -hmm. No one understood, and what do you do? So it was a very challenging growing up, holding down, trying to hold down a job, my first job at McDonald's, actually, flipping burgers <laughs> at age 15 in Southern California. But I'll tell you what, I did really well for the first six months. I was their number one ticket taker. I was the fastest one around. But after, I'll tell you what, after six months of do, seeing, I don't know, uh, 500 people at the window every day at McDonald's or three days a week, whatever it was, it blew me away. It blew my energy out. I literally was down and out, non-functional for two weeks. I was sick for two weeks. And that was the shift, that early shift in my life that made me realize, hey, I can't be like everyone else. I am not wired the same as everyone else. And what is going on? And no one knew. So it was a challenging time. So how did you begin to how did you begin to cope? You know, if, if there's nobody else around, and I can totally relate to that. I mean, I spent a lot of time in my mom's you know closet, holding on to her fur coat and sucking my thumb. I mean, it was not truly. I mean, in the sad, may, sad may, picture. It may sound like a sad picture, but you hold on <coughs> to something. And what I did is I just had this. I don't know. I made myself have this inner strength. I, I really said, you know what. It's, if it's hard, it's, it must be a reason for this. I'm gonna, it's making me stronger. And this is before the term became popular, what won't kill you makes you stronger. I'm like, I'm going to hang on. I'm going to hang on. 
you know, and there were people I knew at the time, not looking back, who were also very sensitive, and many of those could not hang on, and they left the planet for various reasons. So it was one of those things, like, I'm not leaving. I've got something to do here, and I knew that from the beginning. I had no clue what that was until I was about age 30, mm-hmm. but uh, I knew there was something, and I needed, I needed to stay around to do it. And here we are today doing it. Wow. And when did you start to learn about your intuitive gifts? Oftentimes when we have that kind of a thing, it's like we think that it's just so natural for us that we think everybody else does it too. But Yeah, we didn't know. At the time, I didn't know. I thought everybody felt like I did. Um, I knew that I didn't understand people. And I would say that uh, early on, I'd say I, I just knew that I could sense things about people. I'd hang around somebody and I could feel their pain especially my folks. My folks had been through World War II. They barely survived, and I knew all their stories. And guess what? Every day I learned that I was taking on their pain. I was an empath, and that's what ultra-sensitive people are. At the end of the day, we are extreme empaths. We feel and sense everything, everywhere, in everybody. And even, not just in people, but places and things. We feel everything. We are potent receivers of energies. And boy, did I get a good dose of that growing up. Man, I had energies coming from all over the place. You know, and these days, of course, we're bombarded with even more energies, electronic energies and electric, like we are here in the studio. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all around us. So these kinds of things do impact us in a way different than those who are less sensitive. And if I may, I want to talk about mm-hmm. that for a minute because... yes. For me, I want to make, sh- pe- make sure people understand there isn't, we're not better than everyone else. We are definitely, though, different than everybody else. It doesn't make us better, but it makes us different. And we have different requirements. We have special needs. We, have special, we require special care and handling in every aspect of our life. And the problem is, for ultra-sensitives who are now awakening or who have already awakened and have no clue what's going on, they're not getting this special care and handling. In fact, they're in hiding, probably in your mother's closet, hanging (laughs) onto her coat, sucking their thumb, because a lot of these sensitive people have no idea that they're, number one, there's nothing really wrong with you in most cases, nothing physically wrong with you. You're just different, and you need to understand who you are and what you're here to do. And when you find out what you're here to do, that activation happens quickly. You'll get the resources and the help you need today that wasn't available at different times on the planet. And i got to tell you, this is the magic time to be around. This is the magic time for sensitive people everywhere to begin to embrace their journey. And it's happening. Millions upon millions, there's tens of millions of sensitive people who have no idea what's going on, but now they're beginning to awaken as we speak. And that is that is so exciting. Yeah, it is. I love the idea that people may not have to be struggling in the same way that we did in the past. Of course, everything is, you know, everything's all right, and there's nothing wrong in the in the whole process, but I love the idea that people can find some relief. Don't get me wrong, there's, there are definitely challenges that go along. It's a double-edged sword to be sensitive. I mean, when you feel everything mm-hmm. and you can't turn it off or don't know how to turn it off or turn it down, I mean, it's literally like having a receiver, uh, a stereo receiver in your house. You tune in, you've got you to turn that volume down a bit, otherwise you'll blow up. Uh, and this is what happens to people. They don't feel well. They are suffering. So ultra-sensitive people tend to suffer more from panic attacks and mood swings and hormone imbalances and thyroid imbalances and food allergies. And it goes on and on and on. Wow. How do we, how do we begin to um, address, address those issues? First of all, it's probably in just in realizing that 
the that there's something special about us that there's really is nothing wrong. Well, that and the fact to realize now nowadays there you're not alone. To know that you're not alone, that there is someone else who understands what you're feeling, what you're feeling emotionally and physically and mentally and spiritually, that there are other people, and now there are groups of these people getting together, and now there's books like my book and other books who talk about sensitive people. Mm-hmm. That is enough to know, God, there is something, there, there is some, there's a reason for me to be here, and I can move on. Well, I see that there are a lot of sensitive people in my family also, and and just seeing, you know, they have me as their as their auntie, right? So I get to be able to have conversations with them, but nonetheless, I can have conversations, but they still have to deal with on a day to day basis with with their high level with their high level of sensitivity, and it's like a path that we individually still each have to walk every day. Absolutely, but we have to we have to function. Have to function. We, we have, you know, 18 hours awake, hopefully, and no more than that, or 16 hours awake and hopefully eight hours of sleep. So we still have to fill 16, 17, 18 hours with something of benefit that makes us feel good and does something for ourselves and others. We have to do that. We've got to function. What are the traits that a lot of the ultra-sensitives have in common? One of the main things that we see with ultra-sensitivity is uh, the ability to find themselves in a chronic fatigue state. A lot of ultra-sensitive people are always tired because we're taking so much energy into this very porous body and aura. You know, we talk Mm -hmm. about the aura, that energy field that is very unique to us. It's our barcode, unique to every one of us. And then when we take in these energies, it creates fatigue. When we we take in too much, so fatigue is a very common ailment. Uh, Gastrointestinal problems, including the overgrowth of candida, of yeast, is a very big problem. One of the, the, the uh, dilemmas on the planet right now, the pandemics, a silent pandemic, is overgrowth of yeast causing digestive problems, which then cause, causes a host of other nutrient imbalances. So candida is a big issue. The other kinds of traits that we're dealing with, uh, you, you find yourself uh, very in, inclined to like uh, extraterrestrial issues or the arts, or you feel things. When you walk into a room of people, all of a sudden, if that is a good group of energy, you feel there what's going on. You can tell immediately what's happening in that, with that group of people or that individual. So you're very in- intuitive. You're very empathic. Um, you oftentimes will have an interest in, in doing the arts, uh, writing, dancing, speaking, uh, and any host of those uh, expressive arts are very common in ultra-sensitive people. Why does there seem to be a growing number of sensitive people at this time? Or is it, is it just that kind of like when you, when you buy a particular kind of a car, then you all, all of a sudden you see them all the time, but now we're having a conversation about being ultra-sensitive, and I know that I am too, so now I see it all over the place. Well, as, as we talked about earlier, this is the magic time right now. This has all been planned out. We have all been in the making right now to come to this very special time because, Darlene, the planet needs help. And I think most people, sensitive, less sensitive, it doesn't matter, would agree that we have some issues on this planet that need to be corrected. So we, as ultra-sensitives now, are here to begin the process, already beginning the process, to usher in and literally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, energetically, in every way, create a new planet. That is the goal and the purpose and the mission of people who are more sensitive. We do it in our own ways with our own unique specific gifts, but we are here to usher in a new planet. And that is that really resonates with me because that's a message that I have felt so strongly over the past 
especially over about the past three years, it's a sense of a mission, a sense of now's the time. The words just keep on ringing right. in my head, now's the time, now's the time, now's the time. And um, and a voracious learner, voracious. And Absolutely. Then f- and then finding, you know, books and material and information and people. I get to find you in my <laughs> life. How great is That's that? That's wonderful. Thank you. <clears throat> you know what? But it's what's, what I'm finding with a, you know, all the people that I work with is we're, the one thing I'm finding is we're driven. We can't stop. Yeah. It is like we are, we are actually hardwired, DNA coded specifically differently to create this mission. It's like you program a robot to go to, your, to, a, to Mars or something. We know what we're here to do, and now that actuation and activation is occurring. Those programs are being turned on, and we are driven to make it happen. And so don't you think now, because I, when I take a look at you know, people that are in my life right now as well, I see that, and at stages of my growth too, right. that there are moments and there's these times where we end up feeling a sense of, the word that comes up is disquiet, but it's a sense of like, something's not right here anymore, something's not right here anymore. So it's like we end up experiencing a lot of um, the dissonance before we can get to a resonance, all a part of our process of finding right. our of finding our way. We literally have to unbuild the things that are built with uh, not just on the planet, but within ourselves. Our old paradigms have to break down. Our old belief systems have to shift, and that shift can be very painful from an emotional and mental aspect. And that's why we see a lot of ultra sensitives are suffering now. And I don't like to use this D word, the depression word. Let's just call it mood swings, mood shifts, perspective changes. They also suffer extensively from anxiousness, Mm -hmm. panic attacks, insomnia. Not just because of all the energies that are shifting, which is a big part of it, but because we're driven to do something and we have to and to find our new paradigm to break down the old and somehow find a way to squeeze into these new vibrations that are occurring on the planet and the new thinking processes and the new energies that are upon us here it, it can really really shake up your being so that transitional phase for ultra sensitives which is happening by the way right now can be very discomforting and a lot of the ultra sensitives are are really young. I mean, I think about children that, that are here on, um, now on this planet that are very, um, you know, very young. I think about elementary school children, oh, yeah. junior high children. How is it that they are able to transition, transition from you know, develop their, their sensitivity. Well, because they're born. First of all, we're born with this chip. I'm going to call it a chip, a programming, okay? In my case, mine, I knew I had programming. I didn't know what that meant, but I knew, it didn't activate until I was in my late 20s and 30s. But nowadays, we find that individuals that are born in this generation now, the millennials and the, and the generation before that, and even before that, because we're part of the baby boomer era. Mm-hmm. We won't tell them our age, but they mm-hmm. already know. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess. They, we're just, <laughs> go ahead and guess. But back, and this generation has a whole different take. They have a different part, a different aspect of energy and mission qualities and traits and abilities than we did in slightly different way. But this is why they're, they're, they're often running from birth. So they already feel these changes occurring at single-digit ages. So we're seeing depression occurring in single-digit ages now, age 8 to 10 to 11 years old. We have depressed individuals, young sensitives out there that have no idea what to do. They don't have the family support, and they too feel like the black sheep. 
and there's a whole lot more to talk about, but this group of individuals, just hang in there. We're with you. We understand, and there are resources, and you are here on a very important mission. And you are listening to The Inner Frontier. This is Darlene Green, your host, and our guest today, Dr. Emil Faith. You may call in with questions during this next section. For Dr. Faith today, toll-free at 866-472-5795. We'll take a break now and return shortly. Stay tuned. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Live your soul's vision. You know there's more. Doing the same thing doesn't work anymore. You are ready to be the best version of you. Now it's time to listen to the calling of your soul. Your journey to awakening is taking place whether you're aware of it or not. The difference is the perspective from which you choose to witness the accounts of your life. It may feel at times as though there is something wrong or something missing. The work with Darlene and the Divine Light Council invites you to move beyond the world of known to your unique expression remembered. In all circumstances, whether perceived as good or bad, there is always a new perspective that is available. If you so choose, the new perspective can open up a universe of possibilities not previously seen. In so doing, invite the greatest part of you to be conscious in your life as you choose powerfully from your deepest soulful expression. This is the work, often a perspective shift away. We invite you to gain clarity of the next steps in your beautifully unique journey to remembering your greatness. Live your soul's vision. Visit thedivineremembering.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Inner Frontier. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Darlene at the TheDivineRemembering.com. Now, we return to The Inner Frontier. Today on The Inner Frontier, I welcome our guest, Dr. Emil Faith. Dr. Faith is a gifted medical intuitive, holistic pharmacist, author, speaker, and sensitive person therapist. He specializes in working with the sensitive people of the planet. Dr. Emil has worked with thousands of people across the globe, solving some of the most complicated and mysterious health issues around. Our listeners today have the opportunity to call in with questions and your own medical mysteries. The toll-free number is 866-472-472. Five seven nine five, and I see we have a caller on the line, and we'll come to you in just a moment. One thing I want to talk about first is is the connection of family. In one of in your book, um, you are sensitive. You refer to family as who are these strangers? I'm a firm believer. I, I mean, I went through this again. I was the black sheep of my family. No one understood me. Everyone thought when I started to get into the healing aspects and using my intuition. I had my family were thinking I was a kook. I was a kook. You know, who is this gentleman? I don't know him. He's not my brother. He's not my son. But nowadays, 25 years later, they're calling me for help with their issues. So it's, it's a big 180. But, you know, we, we end up, for me, I believe that we have a certain support system that brings us to the planet, but they don't necessarily have to be anything like you. 
And I find in many cases I've learned that not only are they not like you, oftentimes siblings and even parental units can sabotage your life because they think there's not there's something not quite straight with this person. So, you know, the whole thing about family does not mean, just because they're blood, does not mean they understand you or support your lifestyle as an ultra-sensitive or even accept it. So it is a big deal. Family, who are these strangers? It is a, it's an interesting uh, view at that. <laughs> I, can, I can relate to that, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. All right. All right. We, we have a caller from, uh, from Chicago. Diane from Chicago, are you there? Yes, I am. Good morning, Diane. Welcome, Diane. Hi, I am so thrilled to speak with you. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, you're still welcome. Do you have a question for, for Dr. Faith? I do. Um, I um, want to let you know I've been doing energy work for about 20 years, so I can really resonate with your words. It, it's um, magical to hear you speaking that way because I've always felt that way. And this past year, 2015, I did super deep work on myself, and um, I learned that um, as far as becoming aware of healing, that I, I need to start to hold better boundaries. <clears throat> and so my question, I think, relates to kind of um, my female energy. I have this pain in my left elbow, like right in the joint. I have not bruised it. I have not hurt it. I, I have not done anything, and it, it must be energetic. And it hurts so much, it almost feels like, like, my, like my elbow, my arm, is broken. Okay, so your, your, le your left elbow? Your left elbow. Okay. And how, how long have you had that, Diane? Um, it hasn't been super long, not more than um, two months, but I'd say the last month, it's really, you know, it's really starting to bother me. Okay. The first thing that I feel about this, number one, you're absolutely correct as an intuitive and, and energy worker that you are. This is an energy thing completely as far as I'm concerned. And that doesn't mean that the energy changes can't create physical shifts and make things worse. They can, as you know. Uh, what I feel like here, and I'm feeling this about you, I don't know where this, well, I can understand where it might come from, but I feel like there is some guilt in the fact that you're doing healing work. You, you're feeling guilty because... There are people who did not believe in you, and from time to time, and now in this particular time of high energy, I feel like there is some guilt, and you feel like you're not, and this is not true, it, as I sense it, you are not worthy of, of having the gift and not worthy of healing people. And I feel like your left elbow is where that energy block is. Now, this also, I feel like this has been going on not just in this lifetime. I know we're, you know, we, people always go, oh, yeah, it's another lifetime. This is another lifetime as well. This occurred in a time, and I'm getting somewhere in the 1300s to 1400s on this planet, that you were doing similar work as a female, and you had issues with this as well. So this is being activated at a time that likely occurred in a past life as well. So I feel like there is guilt, healing, that you're guilty, that you have the gift, that you're able to do something that others may not be able to do. And I feel like okay. this has been put on uh, through peer pressure and family pressure uh, in this particular lifetime. Right. Now, how can I clear that? Just acknowledging that or? Acknowledging, um, acknowledging that is the way to start. Uh, I would definitely, you do get work done on yourself, Diane. Do you have people work on I do. you? Okay, good. Yeah. And I'm I did a ton, ton of energy work at least like two to three hours a week, and I've really cleaned up my diet. I feel great. All those things you were saying about the depression and the mood swings and all that, I kind of feel like I went through that last year. And this year, I just am so ready to to take on the world. I have I have never done deep work like the way I did last year, almost 
killed me. Right, and that's but what... I got through it. it yeah, and, and, and so the one thing that maybe it's related to my work, I do cure your design, but what I've been trying to blend for the last 20-plus years is bringing energy work into the design. And so I'll try to go in and I will clear the energy in a person's home when I'm working on it so that the house is balanced and that kind of thing. And um, there just hasn't been that market for it. And so I feel like, like you were saying, people are waking up, people are more open to it. And um, I don't know if that's somehow related, but I'm ready to create. And there's a level of frustration for me that when will I start to attract the people who are open open to what I have to offer and who value it and who honor it. Right, and that's, that's part of what the whole left elbow is about, that whole block of, wait a minute, slow this down, because you took on a good load of energy through your intense work over the past year, as you've said, and I feel like that energy is stuck because it's almost saying, hey, whoa, just a second here, before you go 100 miles an hour working on everything and everybody, kind of focus in on where you should place your gentle gifts. Remember, Diane, you are an ultra-sensitive. You can't just energetically throw yourself out into this energetic uh, swamp uh, energy out there right now because it's all over the place. It's very intense and you've got to be more discerning on where you want to place your energy and who you want to work on and why. And when that becomes clear to you, then I feel that you're going to be able to work through this left elbow pain. Also, I do feel like essential oil therapy. I don't know which oil because I'm not a master at that, but some essential oil therapy by a raindrop therapist would be very beneficial working on your spine. Okay. Super. Okay. Yeah, thank you very much. Oh, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Thank okay. you, Diane. And I see that we have another call waiting, and this is Michelle from Washington. Michelle, welcome. Hello, Dar. <laughs> Michelle is my stepdaughter. Hi, Michelle. I placed Hi, out the, you? I placed the call. <laughs> did you place the call? I sent, I did the bat <laughs> signal. I absolutely did. <laughs> I won't tell anybody, but we just did. No. Okay. Hi, Michelle. What can, what can I do for you? Well, I am actually, um, I am calling about my son. He is six years old and um, has just been diagnosed with so many things um, throughout the past year. And I am just looking for, I'm trying to find the best way to be able to support him. He's on, um, he's on medications right now. He's, um, he's been diagnosed with sensory processing disorder, ADHD, OCD, oppositional defined disorder, and kind of on and on and on. And um, I, I personally feel as though these medications are not a right fit for him, but I also don't know um, what direction to, to go with him. Okay. On his on his health issues. Okay. Well, first of all, what's his name? Braden. Okay. Braden is a super ultra sensitive. He's an ultra sensitive individual. I can tell you right now that everything is stemming from the gut. He has some gut dysbiosis. In other words, he's not processing foods well. He and I sense that he also has uh, a, a significant overgrowth of yeast or candida, and this has been going on since birth. And likely he has gotten, he may have gotten some of that from you. And don't feel bad about it because everybody has some, and that can affect the newborn and their life the first few years of life. Right, and a okay, whole bunch yeah. of years of their life. But I do feel like this is a gut issue. We need to manage the candida. He should be on a probiotic, uh, good bacteria, to get the gut working better. I'd have him on, what, what age is he? 
He is six. Okay, we could put him on a little bit of glutamine, the amino acid glutamine, to help balance the gut. He should be on a probiotic, and he should also okay. be perhaps um, on a little bit of uh, fish oil, a tiny bit of fish oil, and I'd want to dose that with you off the air, so you'll call my office if you need help with the dosing of that. Those are the things okay. I would start with, but you have a very gifted child that literally does not know how to digest the energies that he's being thrown into right now. Um, and that, that, that definitely makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's going on with a lot of the youngins that are happening right as we speak. Okay, and what do you, how do you, um, as far as with his medications, I, I am just so torn as to whether to um, uh, take him off of these medications and, and try something different. Which or... me what medications is he on, Michelle? He is on um, Ritalin and, um, let's see, he's on uh, Zoloft. And risperidone, which are pretty, those are all pretty strong Yeah, those are so. really strong it's at any age, and especially at six years old. That is a very taxing thing to have a, to have an ultra-sensitive individual be taking. Um, but I understand the need for that if the, if the behavior is significantly out of balance. But well, let me say this about that, and that would be his diet needs to change significantly. He should not be doing any dairy for a while, no dairy, no, no uh, cow's milk, no wheat. Okay. He should get food allergy tested immediately. He should have more okay. protein intake and no sugar. There should be no sugar in his, uh, no added sugar to his diet. So any okay. the, any sweet cereals, uh, all the cow's milk should be eliminated for a period of time, and the wheat and gluten should be eliminated for a period of time. And I feel that once you start the probiotics, you should start noticing improvement. And so okay. yes, the answer to the question, and what do I think about Ritalin, Zoloft, and Respiradone in any age group? not the best thing to be on, especially with someone as gifted and sensitive as this child. Because number one, it, they don't tolerate the meds well. At that age, they're not processing those meds well, and they can cause more side effects than positive effects. And not only that, it blunts their sensitivity and their gifts and the purpose of their mission. Yes, he's six years old, but that's coming around pretty darn quick for him. Yeah, that's, I, I, that, is, that is my sense as well. So I, I kind of feel like he's been a guinea pig throughout the, the medical community. Now, so. let me say this. Don't stop those meds suddenly and make sure someone guides you through that process when you're ready to do if and when you right. choose to do it. Okay. Well, thank you so very much. I, I very much appreciate um, talking with you. <laughs> that's my pleasure, Michelle. Thank you for calling. Right. Thank, thank you, you, Michelle. Thank you. It, that's, that is an extraordinary issue that I know that a lot of parents are dealing with. It is, because these kinds of behavioral issues are generally just an offspring of dysbiosis of the gut, inability to tolerate the energies that are occurring on this planet. And remember, at six years old, even up to eight years old and sometimes longer, these young souls are not old. They're oftentimes, they're old souls, and they remember yeah. what it used to be and how it should be. And so they get, there is sort of this built-up anger and depression, even from birth from individuals, even in vitro, uh, in the tummy, in the, in the womb. Uh, so these things can occur, and oftentimes we'll find that uh, these sensitive individuals will pick up on those negative feelings and energies in the parents, especially for the mother. So if the mother has been going through some turmoil during the gestational period, that can be transferred to the growing fetus, and we see them come out uh, with these kinds of issues. But it's no one's fault, so there's no fault, no blame. It is what's supposed to happen. It's just a matter of how do you manage the special care and needs of, mm -hmm. the, of the ultra-sensitive individuals, and this is a good case at six years old. Yeah, wow, that, that's extraordinary. So thank you. And we have, I think before we take our break, let's, do, uh, let's ask another um, caller to join us. So Jim from Arizona, are you there? Hi, Jim. Yes, hello. How are you? 
Welcome. Good to talk to you, sir. It's my pleasure. Uh, can you tell me what the cause of my ED is? Okay, here. Let's back down a little bit. Are you taking any prescription medicines for blood pressure? Yes. Are you taking prescription medicines for mood? No. Okay. Um, I was on a different blood pressure medication that definitely had an effect, but I'm on one now that isn't supposed to. Okay, well, that is part of it. I still feel like there's some impact from the prescription medicine you are taking. Which one is? Which one are you taking right now? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, don't worry about it if you don't. Yeah. Uh, there is that. I'm going I'm to have to go out here and tell you that there is a, there is a portion of this that is emotional as well. And uh, I'm sure the drug companies aren't happy about hearing that, but there certainly is emotional components to every physical aspect of our being. And I do feel like there's some issue there that I, you know, I don't, we don't need to get into on the radio, but there is something that should be processed which will help improve this. There is, I feel like there is a block. There is a block. Uh, I'm going to call it... Uh, an emotional, energetic block from a relationship that has not been cleared at this particular time. What I would do, the, one of the things I can recommend for you is to look into a product known uh, as L-Arginine. Have you heard of arginine before, Jim? Yes, okay. I've tried that. Okay, and you have to get the right doses for that. It takes higher doses to get results with that, and I find that to be effective in many cases. Plus, it's also a higher dose. Well, I'd want to guide it, but we, I've seen doses up to 8,000 milligrams a day. How high, were you, how high were you going? I was just taking it out of the container one. Yeah, we would probably be closer to 4,000, 5,000. We would work up slowly in two div uh, divided doses twice a day. But L-Arginine is a great vasodilator and, in fact, works wonderful for getting blood pressure down and helping with this particular aspect. Oh, okay. That's great. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right, thank you for calling. So I wanted to um, let our listeners know, too, how else it is that they can get a hold of you. I know you have a couple of events that are coming up yeah, we soon, do. Dr. Faith. Actually, one coming up this weekend in Tucson. If you're in the area, come out and check the Miraculous Healing event. I'll be one of the four Miraculous Healers, as they call us, uh, out there in Tucson, at the JCC in Tucson. This weekend, starting actually Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I will be presenting on Sunday morning. Uh, but that's coming up here this weekend, and we'll be talking about actually the you are sensitive uh, presentation i'll be talking about the whole aspect of it it'll be a full full gallery reading along with the discussion points it'll be a great event out there on this uh, this weekend in tucson and also darlene on in may may 28th we'll be at storm wisdom here in phoenix arizona doing uh, a gallery and healing event uh, that's going to be called gut rescue our gut rescue, the Candida conundrum. We'll talk about how to manage Candida naturally. And you'll be getting uh, readings from me and energy clearings from my wife, Susan. And that's um, May 28th, Storm Wisdom. If you need more information, you can find me. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much. Today's guest on the Inner Frontier is Dr. Emil Faith. If you always thought you were different than the others, you were right. You are sensitive. Dr. Emil is a medical intuitive holistic pharmacist author, speaker, and sensitive person therapist. He specializes in working with the sensitive people of the planet, and he has worked with thousands of people across the globe solving some of the most complicated health issues around. Dr. Faith can be reached via his website at www.healingwizards.com. We're going to take a short break now. Stay tuned. There's so much more to learn, and we'll come back to some listeners.
The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Live your soul's vision. You know there's more. Doing the same thing doesn't work anymore. You are ready to be the best version of you. Now it's time to listen to the calling of your soul. Your journey to awakening is taking place whether you're aware of it or not. The difference is the perspective from which you choose to witness the accounts of your life. It may feel at times as though there is something wrong or something missing. The work with Darlene and the Divine Light Council invites you to move beyond the world of known to your unique expression remembered. In all circumstances, whether perceived as good or bad, there is always a new perspective that is available. If you so choose, the new perspective can open up a universe of possibilities not previously seen. In so doing, invite the greatest part of you to be conscious in your life as you choose powerfully from your deepest soulful expression. This is the work, often a perspective shift away. We invite you to gain clarity of the next steps in your beautifully unique journey to remembering your greatness. Live your soul's vision. Visit TheDivineRemembering.com. This is the 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. You are listening to The Inner Frontier. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Darlene at TheDivineRemembering.com. Now, we return to The Inner Frontier. This is Darlene Green, your host of The Inner Frontier. With each Inner Frontier program broadcast, I have a commitment to extend an energetic support for those listeners that choose it. With almost 25 years of experience in energetic healing work, I, along with the Divine Light Council that I work in collaboration with, will hold a high-frequency envelope for you if you choose. The high-frequency envelope may be likened to a rich energetic environment that you can call upon to support your unique awakening process. Like rich soil around a seed, the environment doesn't alter the seed, but supports the expression of the highest design of the seed. So wherever you are in your process, whether it's clarity and connection, empowered, confused, ready for an up-leveling, not aligned with your highest self, or perfectly aligned with your highest self, the energetic envelope will meet you where you are and support your next step. If you choose to receive the high-frequency envelope, then all you need to do is to declare it. I choose to receive the high-frequency envelope. If you choose to cancel the envelope at any time, then you may do that too. Otherwise, the high-frequency envelope will be in place for you for one week. In preparing the energetic field this week, in conjunction with Dr. Faith and Dr. Faith's energetic field too, one thing that I noticed was the really particular qualities of this energetic field that is available this week. And that is the quality of still point was present in the grid of energy going out. Awesome. It is awesome. Let me describe what still point yeah, is. Tell us for, what is still point. Still point is a term that's used in a lot of healing modalities. It is, it's used specifically in craniosacral work. And it is, well, the way I picture it, I think in pictures, right? So uh, I see, if you can see it, imagine a pendulum swinging from right to left. And then as, as the pendulum goes from right to left, there is a point at the bottom of the pendulum 
swing where that is the perfect balance. And then the pendulum, as it comes down into a place of balance, will swing less wildly and less wildly until it stills at that center point, which is perfect balance and perfect connection. And that is that space where I see our, our ideal health. It is our total connection with the divine. It is connecting with our mission. It is being able to connect with that level of peace that is available at the center of the storm, so to speak. Right. And so that space, the still point, is one quality that's being sent out this week. Beautiful. I love it. I do too. And thank you so much for participating and sending out that that beautiful gift, because I see it not only supporting our listeners, if they so choose, but also supporting, connecting in with the grid around the planet. And especially with the events that have been occurring, you know, in, we, we all hear them in the news, um, that, that quality of still point is really a valuable thing. It's a, it's a healing, it's a healing method. It's a, a place to be healed. It is, there's a pull, a pull for still point. So, beautiful. One of the things that I want to do right now is take on um, is ask another one of our callers to to ask their questions. So Debbie from Washington. Good morning, Debbie. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. I'm so appreciative. It's my pleasure. My my question for you is: I don't consider myself to be a uh, a very sensitive person, um, but I do believe that my vibration is increasing uh, and my awareness. Um, and I think, you know, overall I'm doing and feeling well. But my question is, can an increase in vibration kind of um, mess with your body in some ways? Like, I ha- uh, for example, I've had some um, issues with my eyes where I was getting uh, vision, um, and then like a fog going over. And then I, you know, went to the doctor and they said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with your eyes. I have atrial fibrillation. Um, I was just kind of wondering, is that something I can do something about? Or is that just, is it just okay the, the way it is? Just kind of under, like a simmering. Right. It's, uh, uh, condition. It, Debbie, it's all of those things. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, beg to differ with you and tell you that you are an ultra-sensitive and you're beginning to open right now. So this is your time. And we call these, you know, some people will call this ascension symptoms. Uh, in a way it is. It's just your opening up to the energies right now. You've, you've been closed down because it's not been your time to open. So yes, the visual changes are very, uh, can, be, can be an issue. Uh, issues with blood sugar swings, with digestive problems, with uh, palpitations of the heart are very common. I don't sense any pathology of the heart, but I will tell you this, I do feel like you're low in potassium and magnesium. And this is because, oh. you, this is because you have had a, a low-level, medium-grade overgrowth of yeast causing leaky gut syndrome. And I would say, Debbie, you're not just low in magnesium and potassium, but you're also low in iodine, and there is some subliminal or actually some subacute uh, issues with your thyroid being a little bit on the low side. And this is, these are very common events for sensitive people. So you do have some nutrient deficiencies, uh, and they are present right now, and those are easily correctable um, on this side of the fence. So... A little potassium, magnesium, maybe about 100 milligrams of potassium, and about 200 to 300 milligrams a day in, in, uh, uh, will take care of this in most cases, especially the palpitations. You're not having any chest pain, correct? 
No, yeah. correct. Yeah. No. no. So um, and, and it is interesting that when I went to the doctor to, you know, have my eyes looked at, of course, they, they scanned my head and they did find it like a little node on my thyroid. Yeah, you have you have a you have iodine deficiency, and your thyroid is starving for iodine, and that is a whole uh, oh. that is a classic event. This is actually, the, as I say, the one of the unspoken plagues of the planet, especially for women, and also in men, especially sensitive men. This is what's happening right now in droves. So that is what's occurring. Oh my goodness! I've also been feeling like I've been gaining weight over the last ten years, and I feel absolutely. I feel like I know what to do, but I feel like my feet are in cement. Welcome to the Ultra Sensitive Club. Join now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your, your, your progesterone levels are a little bit low. Your estrogen levels are a little bit high. You're iodine deficient. Your thyroid is sluggish because it doesn't have any uh, of the ingredients it needs to function properly. Your adrenal glands are also a little bit low and are struggling to pick up the slack for the thyroid. And you do have some digestive issues, and these are all correctable, in my opinion. Um, so welcome oh. to the world of sensitivity. <laughs> so um, if I wanted to get specifics about that, uh, Just reach me at the can office. I call your office. Absolutely. I can call you at the office, and very good. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Sure. You made my day. I'm. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Debbie. All right. That isn't that amazing. It it really feels like it's like I'm really getting the sense of of, uh, of now's the time. Well, now is the time. Now is the time. Yeah, but it's wait. like it's like it wasn't time. It's like wait for it. Wait for it. Wait, wait for, for it. it yeah. Wait for it. It's like now, and then all of a sudden we kaboom. Kab it is a big fat kaboom, and we aren't fitting into the same kinds of paradigms. Correct. And you know the days of us being bullied and ignored and overlooked and looked at as outcasts and black sheep. Those days are over. You know we have something to do, and we're doing it. And uh, the universe isn't going to let us do anything. To Different. So don't try and change the agenda. You're going to be doing what we're supposed to be doing. And there's nothing more you need to do except to pay attention to your little symptoms. And if you have some, get some help. Those things are always correctable, easily correctable in most every single case. I just have this sense of just deep gratitude for you, Doctor oh, Emil Faith, and Darlene. <laughs> don't be. Uh, I do. That's so I just, sweet. I'm just so pleased. Aww. And so with that, we're going to take another caller, Bonnie from Washington. Good morning, Bonnie. Well, good morning. Thank you so much for taking my call. It is my pleasure. Um, I listened to you talk about ultra-sensitive people, and it was almost like you were describing my daughter. Yeah. Um, I think that I, too, am ultra-sensitive. However, today I wanted to talk about um, my daughter. Okay. I have a 16-year-old girl who um, has been diagnosed with anxiety disorder. She's currently on um, bupropion right now, and I just, I'm calling because I don't feel comfortable with her being on that medication, um, and I wanted to know the best way for me to be able to support her so we could eventually get her off of that medication. One of the first, what's your daughter's name? Her name is Parker. Uh, I'm sorry, what is it? Parker. Parker. Okay, wonderful. Parker. Parker. So Parker, here's what Parker is exquisitely sensitive receiver of energies. All ultra sensitives are. She's basically has t TMI, too much input. 
she can literally not handle all of the energetic input from in the energies of other people, which is a big problem for a lot of sensitive folks, is the energies of other people, the electronics, the energies of the planet, and so forth. She is overwhelmed right now. Now, bupropion, ironically, in most people, causes them to be more anxious, can actually increase anxiety in some age groups. Uh, so I'm not sure about the choice of that medicine, nor do I, I'm not a fan of that at all. One of the things that I would do, first of all, she needs to begin to express herself, because what I feel about Parker is she's so closed up right now, and she's so gifted, and has many gifts, many abilities, uh, especially in the arts. There's something about her in the arts. She needs to begin to express herself um, and start doing her passion, because right now she's very afraid. And I feel that once you crack that shell and let her get out there and literally scream and yell and run around in the woods and hug a tree, yes, hug a tree, roll in the dirt, <laughs> you'll start to see that this energy, which needs to be expelled, will start to improve her, uh, her anxiety symptoms. Now, as a supplement, one of the things I would recommend for her, and you can write this one down, is called inositol. And it's a B vitamin. It is not addictive, and it calms the mind very nicely without being addictive in any way. And it's I-N-O-S-I-T-O-L, inositol. Put her on like 500 to 600 milligrams two to three times a day, and that will begin to relax her. And what she, I think, I just what I feel about Parker, though, is she's afraid. And I feel like she's almost... She doesn't want to come out of the shell, and that's creating even more anxiety right now. So that expressiveness, especially in the arts, will be very helpful for her. She's um, very passionate about acting. Very good. So it's interesting that you would say that. That's certainly one of her, pa one of her passions. And she should so. express that. The key right now to survival on this planet at this time as an ultra-sensitive is to fully express one's self, whatever that may be, as long as it's legal and moral, you do it. And that's, how, that's my saying. That's my motto. Okay. Well, I sure appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you and so I, much. Um, I'm going to have her um, listen to the show. Great. <laughs> I will help her understand what's going on with her. All so. right, great. Thanks for calling in. Oh, thank, thank you, you, Bonnie. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank mm -hmm. you, Bonnie. I appreciate that. And um, we just have, we have one more call, but I'm, we're getting right to the very end of the, of the show. Leona, do you have a quick question? Yes. Do you have a quick My question? Name is Leona. Yes. Hi, Leona. And I am a diabetic. And I have recently been seeing and reading a lot of articles where diabetes is reversible. Okay. What are your thoughts on that? That's a big, that's a big uh, pot of worms there. Uh, yeah. I, I can tell you that there are ways to improve blood sugars naturally, and there are things that I utilize in my practice that can help with that. The very first thing, I'm going to give you one of them right now, and then just call the office and we can chat about it further. The first thing I would be doing is something called pancreatic enzymes. Okay. You can get them at the health food store or your holistic practitioner or from my office if you choose. The professional grade stuff, pancreatic enzymes, take one or two capsules with each meal, halfway between your food, start your meal, take one or two capsules and do it three times a day. That'll start to get blood sugars down and calm your pancreas down. Your pancreas is un obviously unhappy, but I do feel like it's inflamed and that's going to help get things and take the burden off of the pancreas. There's more to say, but unfortunately we don't have a lot of time. You can reach me at the office. May I give out the phone number? Absolutely. Here's, yeah. here's how you reach my office. It's four. 480 area code 480-998-1588 480-998-1588 thank you so much for calling and we are near the end so dr emil faith thank you so much for walking with us on the inner frontier thank you for the work that you do 
and for your brilliance in being who it is that you oh, are. That's so sweet. Thank you, darling. It's a pleasure to be here live in the studio with you. Live in the studio. This is a first, and I am just honored oh. to walk the path of conscious awareness with you. And I with you. And thank you so much. And to our listeners, I wish the best for you. Have a beautiful week, and be well. Thank you for tuning in to The Inner Frontier. Please join Darlene Green again next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We look forward to talking again next week.